Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Rose, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences podcast, the dental advice show. Is that how it goes? I don't know. Sometimes. I think so. I'm Joshua Austin. <laughs> Jesus, it's been a long day. And I am Lance Timmerman. Wow. I usually don't uh, boof the opening, but uh, it's been <laughs> one of those job. days. Oh, God. Tell me about it. Uh, <laughs> you ever have a reply all snafu? Uh, I've witnessed some. <laughs> You've witnessed some. I, I so rarely ever use reply all. And yeah. I notice other people default to reply all. Yeah, I, I think thinking about it, I think I tend to reply all unless I am wise to know okay. when to not. <laughs> my favorite is like our study club does this. Where like uh, our, my Seattle study club chapter uh, will uh-huh. like meet at a restaurant and you're supposed to email the coordinator. She'll send out a menu and you're supposed to email her what you want. Uh-huh. And some people think that's a reply all thing. Yeah, that's... Which like, I, I don't need to know that you want the big rock mm-hmm. chicken salad. Like I'm pretty good yeah. without knowing I don't need that in my inbox. Um, yeah. So I'm in, in, uh, in a effort to be considerate of other people, I almost never use reply all. Uh, yeah, it's my default setting, but I, I consciously always decide if it's appropriate. <laughs> so it is my default setting, so I don't have to look for it. But um, I, I think I'm wise in my use of it. That's good. Yeah, because I had uh, I didn't do it, um, but I was the recipient of a reply yeah. all snafu. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. So I had gotten contacted by the AACD, the American okay. Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry, uh-huh. about being a breakout speaker at their 2022 meeting in Orlando oh. at the Rosen Shingle Creek, which, again, like was tuberculosis grove taken, and we had to like, <laughs> have this at Shingle Creek. Like, what? Who came uh-huh. up with the Who came up with the name of this creek? Um, don't, don't go into the water at Shingle Creek. You'll, uh, apparently, uh, yeah. yeah you, what have you, you been vaccinated? I, you still might get some lesions and, okay. uh, All nobody right. wants, nobody wants to come out of the Shingle Creek with lesions. Yeah. Festering wounds <laughs> and, and yeah. Perulence. <laughs> not good. <laughs> uh, also at Rosen Shingle Creek was the 2016, um, Ciro world. That was the last time I was at that property. Oh, okay. That's where Detola interviewed Branson, um, and I had an existential crisis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I watched Detola interview Branson, and I watched him host that whole thing, and I was like, holy shit, I will never, ever, ever, ever yeah. be that good. Wow. Um, so I, I, I literally like went into like an existential... <laughs> like 
It was it was the yeah. wildest thing. I had like no, three I... days where I was like literally in a hole. So the AACD yeah, contacted well, me to be a, a do breakout speaker. Yeah. Uh, they asked me to be a breakout speaker, and um, as as is what often happens with these bigger meetings, uh, like Seattle Study Club Symposium, Dense mm-hmm. Blaster in the World is another good example. Some of these bigger meetings, um, especially where they put on a pretty good show, they kind of say like, "Hey, we'll pay for you to get here. We'll pay for your coach airfare. We'll pay for a couple nights your hotel, mm-hmm. um, and and your honorarium is tuition to the meeting, which is right. fine. You know, yeah. I don't mind doing that because you kind of hope that you get seen by." you know, somebody who does other meetings. And, right. Yeah. You know, it's, so it's cool. Like, and obviously like the ACD is, 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 is always going to be a great program. And so you're going to get to see some stuff too, hopefully that, that isn't at the same time as, as you're speaking. And so you can maybe go to some courses too and, and whatnot. And so, um, as I responded, I was like, man, this is a huge honor. Thank you so much. I, mm-hmm. I would be thrilled to do this. Um, would you be willing to throw in just a registration for my wife? She would love to go to the meeting. She's always wanted to go to ACD. Um, and it would be great if she could, you know, go, she'll obviously pay her own, um, airfare. And then, you know, we'll Mm -hmm. use the hotel room that you, so that doesn't cost you anything. It's just, just comp a registration for her and and we're good. Yeah. And so then I got to, that's where the snafu comes in. That's where the reply Uh all snafu. Uh-huh. because there was two people on the email. One was the like uh, staff member, you know, whoever works at ACD that coordinates uh-huh. this. Yeah. And then there was like the, the, the dentist who's on like whatever the, the council or committee that, that puts together the meeting. And he replied all said, hi, Susan, give me some time to think about this. I will gauge his popularity. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to have my popularity gauged. How's that feel? Is it like um, a dipstick? It, how yeah, does the Yeah, it's it's like a uh, it's like a bully gauge. You know, mm-hmm. you you pull your pants down and they take this little bully gauge and they So Mike Mike taught me a few good lessons. This is the second time Tadolo's come up, so I'm sorry to, to keep bringing up my ex my ex boyfriend on, on <laughs> yeah. here. It is but Mike, awkward, but uh, Mike taught me um I, I believe he said to me once, he's like, I've I've I made the videos on the dental videos on YouTube that have more views than any other dental video. And no one knows who the fuck I am. (laughs) (laughs) He says, there's, there's, there's four household names in dentistry. They're Gordon, Frank, John, and Greg. And, and that's, that's pretty much it. And, and I've always sort of like, I never assume that anyone knows anything about what I've done. I never assume that anybody has any idea who I am. Um, and so this, like, this doesn't bother me because it's, it's, um, it's, it's like, I have low self-esteem anyway. So it's like, this doesn't really like bring me down any Uh pegs. It's just, and I don't, I don't suffer under any delusion of grandeur at all. In fact, so much so that like my therapist is having to like, I, cause I, I think I texted you like, Hey, when you do something or we talked about it on the show last week, uh-huh. you know, about, yeah. about celebrating, you know, our, our yep. personal victories or whatever. Right. Both um, of them. And, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have, you have three daughters, so okay. I think well, you at least have three. Okay. I would say. Um, and then, and then a couple of pretty good cases I've seen, okay. um, a couple hundred. Um, so it all kind of jives together in this sort of just like, Oh, like that rolls off my back. But I will never ever hesitate to capture something like that as a story. And, and so, um, he called me today 
Because I replied to it and I was like, I'm not very popular, smiley face. <laughs> so I'm sure when he saw that, he was just like mortified. I'm, you know, I've like, I've, everyone yeah. has, can like relive that feeling in their head. Uh huh. He called me today and he, I was like, dude, do, do not, like, do not even worry a bit about it because number one, it made my day. It uh -huh. made me laugh. Like that yeah. kind of shit, you know, it gives me something to talk about here. It gives uh -huh. me a story to tell. It gives me something to post. Like it just, it's great. Like it, it literally, it's like, um, the person who loves to like the person who goes out to eat, hoping that something goes wrong. So they have something to complain about. That's kind of like me with my life. You know, it's like, okay. I want to have something like this to sort of like sure. to, 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 uh, wring some laughs out of. So, um, it did make me think of though, I, I ran for, um, uh, student council president when I was in the fifth grade. Oh, and I, and I got annihilated by Quincy Davis and, uh, Quincy was a good dude, but he, he wrapped his speech. And so, um, <laughs> he, you know, got 97% of the vote and I actually gave a real speech and that, you know, for fifth grade doesn't go so far. And I remember being, being really sad and crying and my mom telling me, um, it's just a popularity contest. Don't worry when you grow up, it's not like that. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's a fucking popularity contest, man. I thought this yeah. was over. Like, do I have to wrap my fucking speech here? Like Quincy Davis yeah. to, no uh, to, uh, to, to, uh, get onto the, the, book at AACD. So yeah. it's, it's just a popularity contest. It's kind of like the Bowling for Soup song, High School Never Ends. It kind of doesn't. Yeah. It really doesn't. And um, I think we're losing <laughs> the popularity <laughs> contest. Yeah, I conceded defeat long ago. It's, yeah. You, it's fine. You raised the white flag that oh, yeah. used your tidy whitey underwear. I, I gave up. I went all French. Surrendered. Well, see, you think when you stop worrying about being cool and being popular, that's when you should get popular. Right. right like I don't right. think, I don't think Kurt Cobain ever looked at like a fucking billboard, you know, chart at all. Right. Which makes him cool. Yeah, so if we stop worrying about being cool and popular, that's going to make us cool and popular. Right. Well, we'll see. <laughs> sure. Fucking hope so. Lance. <laughs> I don't mean to sound desperate, but I've tried everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll last thing, the last thing I had, the last two things I haven't tried. One of them is not caring. Number two, sucking dick. So, <laughs> well, the day is young. It is. It, well, <laughs> sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Ish. Oh, Lance, this is an advice show. I guess so. Does anybody take advice from us? I We're don't. Not popular. Really, yeah. Both listeners take probably, advice from Quincy Davis. He's the popular one. That's right. I wonder what he's doing now. Oh, you should probably find out. I'll look him up and see if I can. Before the end of the episode, uh, I'll look him up, see if I can find him. Okay. Uh, um, we answer questions. We answer your questions. We answer questions we find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to tell dentists and dental team members their own unique brand of advice. I'm having a hard time reading today. Are you? I'm having a stroke or something. You wear glasses? <laughs> Maybe not today. Cool I don't. I just ordered some new glasses. Actually, oh yeah. We'll see. Maybe yeah. No, it's. I see the words. It just my brain doesn't make them into sounds so good. So maybe uh, adult onset dyslexia. Dyslexia. <laughs> dyslexia is very close to having the word "dick" in it. Dyslexia. If you have dyslexia mm -hmm. and you say dyslexia, you might say you have dyslexia. 
and I don't want to have dyslexia. It's like Peronis. <laughs> so or except it makes a sharp turn. Oh, it's like a, it's like a uh, right angle. <laughs> no, a hairpin turn. Okay. All right. A, a chicane. Isn't that like in, in like the, the European racing, like F1 racing, when they race through like the streets of Monaco, they oh. have like a chicane, which is so. like, it's sort of like a half, a half round roundabout in a street. I have I a chicane. So. <laughs> so please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to working interferences at gmail.com. No, we don't want just any question. Do we Lance? Oh, fuck. No. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like who's the most popular speaker in dentistry because we all know that Pizza Man Kenny is the most popular dental speaker <laughs> of all time. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Do you remember the the interview that Pizza Man Kenny did with Howard Ferran on Howard's podcast? Oh, I saw the link to it. But yeah, that's the one where he said that he just sort of shoots from the hip and lets Jesus take the handpiece. Oh, is that where it came from? I would love to... <laughs> Um, abduct Gordon and um, set him up in some sort of clockwork orange type of apparatus. Oh, the Ludovic procedure? Yeah, and make him listen to that <laughs> because it would be like like dishonoring the two things that Gordon holds the most dear. Number one is Jesus. Number two is <laughs> like den- dentistry in general and, and right. pumping teeth. Like it, it would just, he would, it would be or uh, what was that movie? There's a movie with George C. Scott where his daughter was like, uh, his daughter ran away from home and she ended up doing porno. And he goes to like, he's like trying to find her and he goes to a porno theater. And and oh. he finally, he finds a movie that she's in and he has to like watch this movie that his daughter's in. And they've made like, they've made internet memes out of it where they'll put on like fucking okay. Grown Ups 2 or something like that on the screen. And it shows him like <laughs> basically like dry heaving while he's watching it, you know? Um, that's Gordon okay. listening to Kenny pizza man, Kenny talking about Jesus taking the handpiece. Gotcha. <laughs> I'll find you that clip. I'll send it to you. Okay. That'll be great. Question one, listener Lester. Lester's an underrated name. I like the name Lester. Yeah. Lester sure. be a good, like big dog name, like a big, uh, Irish wolfhound named Lester. Okay. Be All good. right. That'd be good. Um, uncomfortable conversation to have with one of my DAs. How do you address an employee that goes to the bathroom multiple times in one day, five or more minutes at a time? Is it worth addressing or let it go? Every time I look for her, she just seems to be in the bathroom all the time. She even goes mid-procedure. Huh. Well, it's definitely a delicate situation. Because you could really fuck it up bad doing it wrong. Could you get into HR trouble? I think depending on the way you address it. Um, it's kind of like when you're doing an interview and you're trying to find out if they have kids or family stuff. You can't ask them directly, but you can ask general questions that should elicit that type of response to let you know what obligations, you know, family issues that might come up. So you can't say like, what's up with your butthole? Yeah. But you could say, do you have any... (laughs) Hey, what's up? Food allergies? Are you okay? You seem to be leaving uh, mid-procedure. Just to find out... The mid-procedure is wild. That's the part that makes it kind of an easy ask. You're like, hey... I don't 
I was in the middle of four-handed dentistry. You weren't there. What, what happened? Have you ever had, like, have you ever had to go to the bathroom bad enough to get up mid procedure? I, in my entire 15 year career, I don't recall ever having to get up, not being able to wait until a natural breaking point. No, I, I I mean, in in 15 years, I can't recall one time where it's been like, Oh shit. I have to put this handpiece down. No, but it does remind me of a recent legal matter I had with an employee, and I think I brought it up here. Do you remember me talking about an employee with a fecal transplant? Um, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I, so here's what I'm confusing is we had a couple years ago, we had a study club meeting where we had like a urologist, a cardiologist, an internist, and okay. and one of them was a GI doc. And he talked about fecal transplants. And there's a woman in my study club who's like 55 years old. And she was super into the fecal transplant. Like she asked about 30 questions about it. And I was like, wow, she's really into shit talk. Like she is <laughs> this, this fecal shit is like up her alley. Okay. This, this has sparked her interest big time. That is weird. But no, you had, you had an employee that got one? Well, yeah. And I didn't know until things were kind of happening kind of like this where she ran out mid procedure or she was late one day or or she, she no showed one day and just said, I think the text was, I shit myself. I'm going home. Um, so I will accept that as a, (laughs) I will accept. I'm like, good. (laughs) Stay. Yeah. I will accept. That's one. I'm not going to question now. It can't like, that's a one timer. That's a, that's a, you know, redeem good for one, you know, good for one redemption. and and I thought I was being nice by the following day. I brought some Imodium AD and some Pepto-Bismol for just in case. And I guess that was offensive. I was being helpful. Um, but <laughs> which, uh, last year... When That's, I would have let Holly handle that. <laughs> I would have let a female be like, can I get you like a kit of something to uh-huh. help you? Do you need some Pedialyte? Like... Yeah. I, I would have let Ho- like I would have let Holly been the one. Well, I, I did. Th- a- I think the optics are better. Well, okay. Well, I just left it on the break room table, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah, <laughs> that's a toughie. Yeah. So uh, a year ago, um, she was having these personal issues, and so she just up and quit and never came back and had to replace her. Well, then she tried to file unemployment right about the the COVID shutdown. Everybody's getting all this free money. And so I just wrote the check the box saying, no, oh, she she walked out, you know, as in you she really shouldn't be eligible for unemployment. But Washington is the way Washington is. I figured she's going to get it anyway, but might as well check the box. Well, then eight months later, I get a letter summoned to be uh, have a three way call with a judge and her to, to, to go over her disputed scenario. But it worked out perfect. I, the, the, sometimes silence is best. And I played that card. And just let her dig a dig a hole because, um, you know, dig she brought a hole it, for herself to shit in. Exactly. You know, if you if you dig it deep enough, you can shit all you need. So she um, pissed the judge off, and so they found everything in my favor. You know, when when she apparently said that I made her stay at work after she shit herself, uh, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm pretty sure I would have smelled it. I don't recall ever having. A scenario where I made her 
yeah, uh, do anything. Do anything. And um, so the judge said, well, you know, what are your thoughts? I'm like, well, this is all news to me. I, I don't know any of this, what's going on here. And uh, I texted my hygienist saying, do you remember this scenario? And she remembers, but she even, uh, the, the employee even told the judge, you know, did you tell Dr. Timmerman? She goes, well, of course I didn't. And he goes, okay, well, it kind of lifts me off the hook right yeah, there. How, yeah, how are you supposed to know? She goes, if uh, if you tell your boss you've got uh, uh, IBS and other things that, that do this to you, they're just going to fire you or not hire you or, you know, whatever the case is. And so the judge is like, well, if he didn't know, how are you holding him accountable to have any of this? And yeah. she had, she had no, no thing for yeah, it. Yeah, she had no answer. So, so my experience is handle this very carefully. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. So here's, you know, I try to look at things logically. And so lo the logical part of my brain says, um, if you were to not let your employee go to the bathroom at all, that would be a, I don't know what, I, I, I struggle to use the word civil rights violation, but a personal rights violation, sure. right? That's sweatshop uh, kind of stuff, right? There's laws that prevent that. Uh, unsafe work environment or, sure. or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you said no bathroom breaks at all during an entire shift, that would be a violation, right? So that's one end of the spectrum. If there's that end of the spectrum, if there is one end of a spectrum, that means there is a second end of a spectrum, mm -hmm. which means that there are too many bathroom breaks, right? So <laughs> that like you can't have one. You can't say that that not having bathroom breaks at all is the, 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 you know, a severe end that you shouldn't do right. without there being another side of that coin, right? Uh -huh. Everything is, is, um, uh, what, what's the, like, it's on a spectrum is two-sided. Everything has both, you okay. know, there's two sides to everything, right? Uh -huh. So then, then there is a, a, so you can abuse an employee by doing that. There is also a world in which an employee can abuse you with this. Now, um, if this is a one-time thing, or maybe even a two-time thing, you know, whatever. Sure. Um, couple, you know, a day or two in a row, somebody has a, I don't know, a fucking uh, lactose sensitivity and they eat a bite of cheesecake and all right, a couple days or so, but then things should even out. Mm -hmm. But this thing shouldn't be recurring. Right. Now, what I really want to do here is something that we've all used this term, but proverbially which is uh, the smell test, right? Somebody will say, that doesn't pass the smell test. Right. If you're going to be going to the bathroom five times a day for more than five minutes at a time every mm -hmm. day, um, I feel like it's <laughs> we need to start having a smell test, right? So as soon as you're done, somebody, me, the office manager, somebody's got to do a smell test and see... Does it smell in there? And if it doesn't smell in there, that means that you're going into the bathroom for various other reasons, which now, would be an abuse of the time clock, right? Right. It, that's that's essentially what it probably is. But if you're going to do that smell test, it does it. If it constantly smells like citrus, do you just assume that that doesn't pass because it should smell like citrus? Yeah, exactly. Okay. None, all right. So there's two scenarios. There's three. Scenario number one is she's in there. We all know what she's doing. What is she doing? She's, she's on her fucking cell phone. Texting. And yeah. Yeah. Social she's media. on her phone. So that's one. Mm -hmm. in, in which case it will smell like nothing. Right. Scenario number two is it smells like a, a fucking brick shit house out there. Uh -huh. Right. It, like it just smells like, like, like bombs have been dropped. 
Or number three, it smells like bombs have been dropped and she sprayed deodorizing spray. Like that in and of itself is a very significant, is a very telling smell at all. Mm -hmm. If there was bathroom activities happening in there that would take more than five minutes, Mm -hmm. the smell test would be passed every time. But I'm guaranteeing you at least four of these times, if not five, there's not going to be any smell. Mm -hmm. Now, is that a civil rights violation to go in into the bathroom after someone's been in there to smell? I think that that act alone is not. It's de- depending what how your reaction is might be. I'm just thinking you who's to say you weren't there cuz you like to always fold the toilet paper into little triangles like the hotels do to prove that they were in there and disinfected. It still should smell. It, right, right. But I mean if someone was to question you going in there every single time after someone uses it you're, oh, that you're go, you're going in yeah. there to freshen up. Yeah, you're just, or you just it. need to go after. Yeah. Um, is that a civil rights violation? I don't know. We'd have to. I, I'd have to yeah. ask. I'm no expert. Um, so, first off, I I think the problem is, and 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 what is it, Terrence Lester says d- doesn't answer this question. Um, I I think a, a phone ban in the office. Is th- this leads to this shit? A phone ban leads to, to having to take a shit five times a day, right? If yeah. there's no phone ban, this mm-hmm. doesn't happen. So get right. rid of your phone ban because they're just going to do shit like this. Right. Now here is the here is your answer to that. If 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 shitting or if smell test is is not, and my hunch would be is like a smell test is okay. You just have to do it after every employee goes into the bathroom. <laughs> like I don't think you can isolate this one. Uh huh. Um would be to make employees clock out to go to the bathroom. The problem is, is that if you do that, again, it's the same thing. It has to be all of the employees. Right. You can't do it for just one. So now you have to tell all your employees that every time they go in the bathroom, they got to clock out. And I, like, again, is that a civil rights violation? Like, I, you know, I'm pretty sure there's some people who had real civil rights violations that would, yeah. that <laughs> would get, get their, cockles all ruffled about that yeah. being called a civil rights violation. Right, right. Uh, Can I, you make someone clock out to go to the bathroom? I think you could, but I don't think you'd keep them as an employee very off, very long. Tom um, is pissing off everybody else. Yeah, it, it's just going to make everybody, just a, an environment that... But, would this make everybody else mad at her? Tell her, hey, get your shit together, Lydia. And I mean that like physically Literally. and metaphorically <laughs> in yeah. both aspects because your five times a day shit literally and me- metaphorically is making me have to clock out to go take a 15 second pee in between patients, like in between bite wings, you know, when your hygienist sprint in to, to get, yeah. you know, for their 10 second break that they get. Um, that's who I feel bad for is the other people on the team in this right. situation, but maybe that pressure is what this person needs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the ideal thing is you get the, the staff to turn on them. Don't make it come from you. Make the staff angry or or whatever and let them take care of it. You want to see how fast someone can go to the bathroom? Make Not them really. leave their phone outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to change that equation a little bit. It's going to change that equation a little I, bit. I think it would, yeah. I think here's a, here is a, here's an, we're known for our outside of the box. Okay. Thinking, you know, I'm a fan of the Toto Washlet. I uh, am aware. Big fan, big fan. 
lot of people are saying it's the best toilet seat. Okay. It's the best toilet seat. Bar none. Everybody thinks it's the best. They've been tweeting that it's the best. Okay. It's a great toilet seat. Gotcha. It has a remote control. Oh. And it's like, uh, it's not like an old school remote control that like has to be tethered to anything. It is completely wireless. All right. That remote control stays outside and you get two minutes and 30 seconds and I'm hitting fire. <laughs> okay. All right. And whether you're done or not, that, uh, that sprinkler's turning on and uh, you better clear out. You know, it's like, it's like when the kids are, are loitering on your lawn, what do you do? You get out the hose. Turn, you turn the sprinkler on. Yeah. Turn the sprinkler system on. I think you you get a Toto. Okay, like, hey, this is my gift for everybody. You'll never you'll you'll never want anything else than this. It's the best. But you get two minutes and thirty seconds. It's on automatic timer. It's like a it's like a uh, it's like a, a landmine. You know, you step on the landmine and then it yeah. starts the timer. And then as soon as you take that weight off, it's like boom. You You're know, there it goes. It's just, you sit you sit your ass on that on that. Japanese engineered landmine, uh-huh. and then uh, the timer starts. Two minutes thirty seconds, like a shot clock in the NBA. It's kind of like a. Um, there's a hotel chain in Europe called Formula One, and um, they've got these uh, uh, the showers down the hall. So you, it's not in the room; it's down the hall. Um, it's all automated. So one, if, if there's a green light, then it, you can open the door and go in. Red, it's locked. It's someone's in there. Um, the the knob to turn on the water to take a shower is just slightly inconvenient and when you turn it on, you've got about, I don't know, three minutes before the water stops. And you kind of just want to get to be done before the water stops. Yeah. Cause, cause you want to get out and turn it back, go on. back, yeah. turn back on, back and forth. Um, it's kind of like, like that. It's some, there's a, there's a timer going on. Could you do something that is to block uh cell phone reception in the bathroom? So that would like, be great. Yeah. I would say there are things that you can get that scramble cell phones. Now, okay. can you keep it like, Isolate it to the bathroom is yeah. the question. You yeah. know, you may have to put like a fucking Faraday cage around yeah. your bathroom, <laughs> which may take a contractor. That yeah. may be a little bit more expensive than you want, but Might be um, worth it. I, I like that idea of you sit down, it activates uh-huh. like what I would call the shit clock. Instead yeah. of the shot clock, it's the shit clock. It's the two minute, 30 second shit clock. Uh-huh. And um, for that next two minutes and 30 seconds, um, it's quiet and peaceful and serene in there. But cell moment. phone doesn't. But cell phone doesn't work mm-hmm. for that two minutes and thirty seconds. Or it's maybe it only works for that two minutes and thirty seconds. And then after that, mm-hmm. it shuts off. Right. And then the Toto starts going. And um, we might as well just have on the outside of the door and on the inside of the door just the clock that like is above the backboard. Of the red, ten seconds. There's yeah, red. ten seconds. It starts turning red, and then we get the like. I want that like NBA arena like that level whole- of like. Like I want it that loud that like yeah. the one where you can hear from the fucking parking lot of the uh-huh. key arena. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that. I want that sound, and it's just it's touch activated when the ass hits the seats. Uh-huh. It's touch activated, and two minutes thirty seconds, uh-huh. and uh, it's gonna know somehow. Like you can't just like sit up and then sit back down and get it to reset or anything like that. Okay. You know, there's yeah. got to be like a in order to reset the clock. It'd be like the NBA. Like you have to have been fouled. You know what I mean? So right, like reaching in or over the back. Or a double dribble, you know, something like that. Then those are terms that I think could work for both. Yeah, but then you got to inbound, right? You got to inbound um, uh-huh. from the baseline, and and it's the five second rule at that point. You got to get the ball in in five seconds. All right. So um, I, I like these. Uh, 
I like these rules. I am going to install the shot clock at my office okay. uh, tomorrow. I mean, it's going to be fucking NBA quality. And okay. it's just, and, and when, and when everybody asks what it is, it'd be just like fucking Lydia, man, this is all, this is all on Lydia. You, you, you want to get pissed about the shot clock, the shit clock. It's, it's, it's on, fucking on Lydia, man. Take, take it out on Lydia. Not me. She's the one that she's the one that put you here. The shit clock. The shit shot clock. Shot that's, shot I'm clock. taking it to Patterson. I feel like it, that's a tech thing. I feel uh-huh. like Patterson's sort of more equipped to deal with the yeah. tech. You know, they were the first to sell Syrac and right. You know, right. Shine seems a little, a little behind the times with that stuff. I, I, I don't the think they're progressive enough for the shit clock. Late to the game. Yeah. I want to be first to market. <laughs> Question two, Reddit user rude Citron 9016 asks, dentist comments on gay male mouth reflexes. I've always been out to my dentist. Not that I bring it up, but for various reasons, they know I'm gay. One oral surgeon commented to his hygienist how she better be ready with the suction because anytime he puts instruments in a gay man's mouth, they start producing extra saliva. Jesus fucking Christ. Wow. My current dentist just loudly commented to me and all others within earshot, good thing you have no gag reflex. Some of the men we get start throwing up as soon as I touch their tongue. These comments seemed mildly inappropriate to me, but also somewhat amusing. So I'm just curious if other dentists notice this stuff and if you can figure out who gay men are by their mouth response. Mildly inappropriate? I I think they're just trying to be nice. That's that's just wildly... Um, no, this is like extremely out of line. This, this uh, Wow. But I have, I have one gay patient who's a, who's a friend of mine. Uh-huh. Um, but I wouldn't say shit like that to him. I like to him. No, I wouldn't say shit got, like that. I have some really good friends that yeah, no matter what, I'm still not saying that shit. It, <laughs> it's, I, this I, is, I, this is mortifying that somebody would say this to like someone that was just a patient that like, I, right. I haven't known you for 20 years. Like we went to high school together and we were like, we used to be in a fraternity in college or like that. Even like, even then it'd be like, ah, that's mildly inappropriate. It, like if you were old frat buddies and have known each other for 25 years, if there's none of that, this is just like, I picked a fucking dentist out of the yellow pages yeah. and he made a comment about <laughs> oh. how good thing you have no gag reflex. That's that is horrific. You know, it's, it's like no matter how good of friends you are with someone who's African American, you will never be to the level to be able to to joke with them the way that their other African American friends joke with them. You 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 are white. You will never be in the same group. Be able to say yeah. That it takes a lot. Neil Brennan has a bunch of bits about like sort of how long it took him uh, hanging out with all his black friends before they started kind of calling him the N-word and stuff like, you know what I mean? Right. Like that, that kind of deal. But it's still like, he's he, still, he, don't he, he won't use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, yeah. And that's like with your friends. Right. And this is this, not and that. Of course. This, this, is, this is what makes a blemish on our profession. We got dumbass dentists like this saying that kind of shit. This is, this is fucking Kenny vibes. <laughs> well, is this guy in Marshall, Texas? Where is Rude Citron? Um, so here's the thing. If you're going to make that joke, if you're, uh-huh. if you're going, if that's going to be like, and you know that like, you know that 
we as dentists, we make the same fucking jokes over and over and over, right? right. And our hygienists get fucking tired of it because oh, yeah. they hear them. And so the mm-hmm. patient thinks it's hilarious because it's the first time they've heard it, but right. the hygienist has heard it 75 times. So this is like, if he said it to this guy, he said it to other people, which is really mean. But <laughs> if you think about it, so if 10% of the population is gay, okay? And then, so you got more than half of the population is female and 10% of the population is gay. Okay. Are you making this joke to all the women as well about like, uh, I bet she's got you know, gag reflex. Cause if it's a, if, if you think it's inappropriate to say that to a, to a gay man, then you should also be saying it to every woman that walks in, but okay, better get the suction ready. Every time I put my instrument in her mouth, you're going to need it. Like that's like, no, no one would ever fucking fathom of saying that. So why is it okay no. to say that to a gay man, but it's not okay to say that to a woman? It's not okay to say it to anybody. Yeah. Wow. That's. Yeah. It's, it's that is super inappropriate and super unprofessional. And I'm embarrassed. I just can't I would... believe there are people that clueless out there that would think it's okay. And I'm not particularly woke. I'm just saying that's... No, you're not woke at all. But I just, like, I woke or not, like, this is just not something cool that you say to somebody that's not, like, a super good friend of yours. Um, It does say later in the comments that he is, quote, a mild gay. I don't know what that means. I've never heard that phrasing. It's only a couple days a week? Let me, I'm just Googling... Only on weekends? I don't know. I don't see, like, I'm not finding anything that's like Urban Dictionary, what mild gay means or anything. So I don't, I guess guess that would just mean like he's not uh, overly effeminate, I guess is what that means. Yeah, I could see that as. I mean, I I don't want to translate that into saying that all gay men are effeminate, but. That's right. what I would read that as is is they're mild mannered, maybe not overly. Um, yeah, some unique mannerisms that are yeah. telling. Right. Uh, it says I'm a I'm I'm a quote mild gay. Just, is that like a cigarette flavor? <laughs> like it's it's a mild mellow, just smooth He's gay. Virginia Slim. Some mild mellow, smooth. I have heard of a smooth gay before, but I think it's talking about something else. Um, but when the chit chat gets to family and et cetera, I will mention my partner with the male name and so on. That happens to me all the time where it's like, Hey, how did you hear about our office? Whatever. Like, Oh, my partner. Yeah. Cool. Like whatever, you know, I'm not going to like, hey, get the suction out, Tanya. <laughs> yeah. It's just so stupid. Uh, it's like, God. Um, I'm trying to see if there's any other, uh, any other stuff that would maybe spell something into this that makes it maybe not as, um, it, it just say, I, I think the first dentist thought I was asleep. Well, even still, that's not, that's not an excuse. Right. The second one was so naive. I'm not sure he connected the dots and why I have no gag reflex. No, I'm pretty sure he did. That's why he made that comment. Um, Hmm. I just find that like just over the top. It, yeah, yeah. I, find, I just find that kind of stuff 
it, you know, people are uncomfortable enough to be in our chair to begin yeah. with. Right. And when you start making comments like that, that makes somebody feel different or marginalized or, um, you know, just any mildly form of being unwelcome, right. um, even if it's said jokingly, um, it's just not like it's it's hard enough to get people comfortable to sit in our chair anyway. And then right. you throw that on top of it. Like this is why and I'm not saying this in particular, but there's a reason why people say things like he put his knee on my chest and was pulling. So, you know, like those things come from traumas that probably aren't what the patient is reporting. But there was something like when when somebody says that a doctor had his knee on their chest something happened traumatic that sort of made that kind of connection in the patient's mind. And that's sort of why the memory lives that way. When we all know that, that no dentist has ever put their knee on the fucking chest of a patient. Right. Um, Kenny, I'm sure has, has done all kinds of crazy, put all kinds of crazy. <laughs> that stuff wasn't on, his knee on their chest. On the chest. <laughs> um, but I, I just, I, I feel like those seeds turn into traumas that then we the rest of us as dentists have to deal with uh -huh. later on when right. we deal with these patients that are really difficult. The reason they're fucking difficult is because some asshole like this mm -hmm. said some bullshit to them and scarred them, like traumatized them. Like yeah. if I were, if I were, I don't know, getting my fucking bush waxed or something, you know, at, at the salt, at the spa or salt, where do you get a bush waxed at? I, a, a spa salon? Mm -hmm. Uh, wherever, wherever that happens. Right. Bar. And, and they were making fucking jokes about whatever. Like I would remember, like no matter what, I would remember that, you know, mm -hmm. and I would carry that, that with me. And it's not yeah. a cool, when you're in a vulnerable position like that, for somebody to make jokes that marginalize you, unless yeah. they're like your oldest fucking friend in the world and that nothing is off limits or whatever, right. which doesn't sound like it here. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, you know, we, I have friends, you have friends that we would never fucking make those jokes about. No. Um, but again, if, if they say that to a woman, that's like every, like it would be hashtag me too all over the place, oh, yeah. right? Like it would be report this fucking guy, you know, let's take this guy down. But because he says it to a gay guy, it's like, that eh, it was mildly inappropriate. No, it was really inappropriate. Mm -hmm. it was very, very inappropriate. And it's not a cool thing to say at all. You need to find another dentist, Rude Citron. Yeah. 9016. I wonder how rude they are. <laughs> they'd have to be really rude to get me to say something like that. Yeah. Can like they'd have to have insulted my mother or something first. Yeah. Yeah. They would have had to have said that... Um, they would have had to talk some shit about my mom and then you. Uh -huh. and they would have had to say, God, oh, that Lance, he, he sure has a hairy ass. And I'd be, are you, no, you're not wrong. You need the saliva ejector near your mouth, Mr. Rude Citron. Yeah. Um, let's see if they have any other posts. Can you fucking believe that people say shit like that? That's amazing. Um, this is in the subreddit of Ask Gay Bros. Okay. Dentist ever said weird stuff about working on your mouth? I've been openly gay at my dentist over the years and overheard one oral surgeon talking to an assistant about how anytime he puts an instrument in a gay man's mouth, they automatically start salivating heavily. Another dentist loudly congratulated me on having no gag reflex. Jesus Christ. 
loudly congratulated. Like, did he pull a fucking cord and like confetti came out and it was like they brought in the fucking publisher's clearinghouse check? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, oh, we found him, Lance. We found the guy with no gag reflex. You won a million dollars. I was not offended. You should have been, but more amused. Yeah. You should not have been because I figured it was likely that they were thinking about how good gay guys are at sucking dick. I'm curious if any gay bros have had similar comments from dentists. First comment. Wow. I'm a gay dentist and I wouldn't say things like that. Those are really unprofessional, offensive comments. Yeah. Even if you're gay, I don't think you can sit like, I no. just don't think, like, I don't think it's appropriate even then. That's just really, even then really bad idea. Um, oh my God. Oh, Jesus. Uh oh. So someone commented on this. Wow, that's really unprofessional of them. I haven't experienced anything quite like that, but I once got a message on a dating app from my former orthodontist that read, Remember me? I have touched you once in the past. Okay. <laughs> that was kind of creepy, but in the end, he was a nice dude. Was he? I am never, I, I should never, ever be surprised again about the weird, creepy shit that dentists do. Yeah. This yeah. is wild. Just when you think uh, you've heard them all and you get something. I have like, touched you in the past. Okay, Uncle, Uncle Frank. <laughs> no means no. Holy shit. Um... <laughs> I and I I don't want to um accuse the dentist of being blatantly homosexual uh, or uh, homophobic. Right. I just I just think that they're I think that, that that's just I don't think that they're making a joke like that doesn't necessarily make them homophobic. I think it just makes them extremely tone deaf and extremely inappropriate yeah. and unprofessional i think it just makes you un unprofessional doesn't necessarily make you homophobic but it makes you unprofessional in the corporate world this is where they would assign you to go see hr and, and get some uh yes and watch training. a fucking video uh -huh. about like how it's not cool to do shit like that <laughs> yeah um nothing really else okay. uh anyone modding canaries I have several canaries and they perform mediocre and the company doesn't seem to be doing any innovation or improvements. For some reason, I was thinking of like the fucking birds. I was thinking birds. Like, I, this guy's an old miner or something. <laughs> he needs these fucking canaries to go into the mine. Um, I guess canary is a home security camera. Oh. Huh. What kind of modding could you do on your canary? Like put a cool, like put a rad, like little helmet on him. Like, Mohawk. like fucking Mad Max or something. Yeah put a little letterman jacket on him like oh this canary lettered in lacrosse <laughs> paint his wings yes um <laughs> make him wear an make ascot joke, make jokes about the, how the canary's gay uh, oh a gay canary okay now. a gay canary yeah. oh jesus well Lance, i think that's gonna do it for us i think it should uh, if you're that dentist, if you're listening to the show and you're the dentist that did that, just fucking quit. Just retire. Retire now. Ah, Jesus Christ. Um, hey, do you have uh, anybody who's super into modding canaries uh, in your life? Any friends that like to, um, I don't know what else you could do with a fucking canary. Like, I don't know, make them ride a skateboard or something. Ooh, there you go. 
Uh, tell them about the show. That's how we grow the show. One new canary modder at a time. Uh, hit us up with a rating. Uh, how many canaries do you would you want to have, Lance? I'm a big fan of five. I would love to have five canaries. Um, hit us up with a five, five canary rating. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all of the social bullshits. Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh Lance or Funny Shit for Dennis and Dental Team members. Twitter, at Winterferences. Instagram, at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram, at DMD. I can be found on Instagram, at Joshua Austin DDS. Mash that follow button. Um, it's my turn for a song? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, what do you know about Post Malone? I got a couple of his stuff on my phone. Of his, you got a couple of his face tattoos? Uh-huh. On your scrotum? On, yeah, not on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I have Post Malone's face tattooed on my scrotum. Okay. Awesome. All right. Um, I I can take or leave him. I'm not okay. a huge fan. you know who he is now. I, I do know who he is, which is sort of wild. Mm-hmm. Um, he released a song on, and this is weird to say, a Pokemon album. I don't really know exactly what that is maybe the soundtrack to a movie or a game or something, but there's a Pokemon album like something. Um, but he released a remake of only want to be with you by Hootie and the blowfish. Oh, and it's really good. Um, and he does say he changes the lyrics up a little bit. Apparently he's not a dolphins fan. Uh, I did not know this, but he says, uh, you like to laugh at me because the Cowboys make me cry. Um, and as a Cowboys fan, I, I I hearted that because it's been nothing but crying lately. However, we did sign Dak. Yeah, Dak is the money. So, so you don't have to worry about us trading for Russ now. That was a little rumor for a little bit. I didn't bring up to you because I didn't want to make you cry. Uh, it was the rumor mill that other people just thrown out there. For- yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, but we do have Dak locked up, yep. Dak locked up which I like. Um, and maybe, maybe Zeke will finally be over COVID. He was never like really over COVID all year. So I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe, but I did when, 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 um, when he said, uh, you like to laugh at me when the Cowboys make me cry. I did get a big smile across my face because he changed that lyric and I had no idea that he was a Cowboys fan. I like him a little bit more now, Lance. All right. All right. Is he from Dallas? I'm sure he's not. I didn't think, I thought he was like in the Northeast. I'm almost sure he's fucking LeBron James is a Cowboys fan. So, All right. um, you know, there's so many of these fucking Cowboys fans now. Um, uh, he's from Syracuse, New York. Which, okay. Why yeah. the fuck is he a Cowboys fan? Why isn't he a New York Giants fan? He's 25 years old. He's yeah. born in 1995. So when the Giants won that fucking Patriot Super Bowl was what? 2008, 2007, something like that. Uh, yeah. So how old he's, he's fucking 13 years old. In Syracuse, New York, how are you not a fucking raging Giants fan? Yeah. How are you a Cowboys fan? That doesn't make sense. That's wild to me. That's super wild. You, do you know uh, on Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Cousin Sal? Yeah. Cousin Sal's a massive Cowboys fan. He's from fucking Queens. He's 40-something years old. So the the, the Giants won the Phil Simms Super Bowl, the Jeff uh-huh. Hostetler Super Bowl, yeah. then the, the two Eli Manning Super Bowls. In addition to going to another Super Bowl and like when the Ravens won that one year with Ray Lewis. So that's a five fucking Super Bowls through his like young adulthood. How is he not a Giants fan? Doesn't make any sense. 
I don't understand like how these people end up Cowboys fans and it just makes people hate the Cowboys. Whereas like people like me who are from Texas, like the Cowboys are everything here. It just makes us less, imp- I don't know, just washes everything out. At least like everyone who's a Seahawks fan is like fucking from Seattle, you know? Generally speaking, yeah. You just don't or like the to Pacific share. Northwest. You, just, you, can't, you never learn to share. I, I just, but I want an explanation of like, why are you're born in 95? The, w- he was born July 4th, 1995. The Cowboys have not won a Super Bowl since Post Malone was fucking emerged from his mother's vaginal canal or cesarean section, whichever. I, I'm not that familiar with his life. But I, yeah. either way, in Homework. the time that he was born, the Cowboys have not won a Super Bowl and the Giants have won two, right? Since yeah. 95? I think so. Two. And one of them being like one of the greatest, actually both of them being like amazing games that have these like yeah. all-time Super Bowl great plays. I want the story on why Post Malone is not a Giants fan. Yeah, I so get it why you're not a Jets fan. The Jets have been terrible for a yeah. hundred years, yeah. so that's fine. But the Giants have been good, and you're from Syracuse. That I want that story. Yeah. Well, I want the story of why LeBron is a is a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I don't know. I want the story of why Cousin Sal is a fucking Cowboys fan. Doesn't make any sense. I just feel like they have to. There should be a board. There should be a committee, <laughs> the Cowboy Fan Committee, and uh-huh. it can have like Roger Staubach, and it can have uh, the Mijo Anthony Gonzalez, of course, uh, uh, representing all the Latinx uh, uh, compadres. Uh, it could have, um, I don't know, like like uh, Brad Sham, like the radio announcer for the Cowboys, a couple other people, okay. Texas greats. You know, put Nolan Ryan on there. So, and you just have to, you have to appeal. You have to write out an application and you have to say, my name is, um, I don't know. What's his, what's his real name? Austin Richard Post, AKA Post Malone. Um, and here's my application to become a Cowboys fan. And they have to like deliberate over it. It's like fucking applying for a CD accreditation or whatever. Right. And you have to be accredited to become a Cowboys fan. That's what I want. Cowboy fan accreditation. Yeah, exactly. You got to qualify and be accredited to be a Cowboys fan. How do you feel about yeah, that? Makes sense. All right. I, I think it's it's logical. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna package this bit. We're gonna send it to uh, the fucking. I'm gonna send it to Jerry Jones, and uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get on this Cowboy fan uh, uh, accreditation committee. C F A C Cowboy fan accreditation committee. Cafac. 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 For Lance Timmerman, I'm Joshua Austin. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags.
Make me cry, but there's nothing I can do. 